Hey guys, it's Friday, May 13th. That's Friday the 13th. Um, Tim from a Northern Perspective podcast. I'm sorry I haven't really done any podcasts lately. I've kind of been just so absorbed with what's been going on in my normal life. Um, with work and maintaining everything that's going on with that. And kids and family and my wife. And, um, you know, it just kind of have too much you don't have a lot of time and um you know it's it's hard to sit down sometimes and, and just write things out and you're focused on other other things that um just seem to take precedent and uh you only have so much time and energy so and um i mean you can go all day and night and, and uh, i know there's no excuses but um sometimes you just kind of little you like sit back a little bit and uh absorb a little bit and realize what's going on and see the bigger picture sometimes that's kind of hard but one day at a time it gets a little bit easier so um wow crypto lately has been kind of going to the shitter with um everything that's been going on with uh luna and bitcoin and it's kind of crazy all of that um all that money all that money's gone. There's a little blurb here that I'm just going to read quick. I haven't really written anything down today. So I'm just going to kind of freestyle. But there's this meme that i seen on Facebook. And it says, BlackRock and Citadel borrowed 100K Bitcoin from Gemini. It appears in their loan book. So it's all visible on the blockchain. They swapped 25K of that Bitcoin into UST. That's US Terra. This was all done quietly in anticipation of the attack. When the time was right, they called up Do Kwan at Terra Foundation and said they want to sell a lot of Bitcoin for UST. As it, as, it, um, as it was a large trade, they told him they didn't want to move the market and asked if he would like to buy their large block of Bitcoin at a discount for UST. Do Kwan took the bait. He gave them a huge chunk of UST, thus lowering the UST liquidity significantly. At that point, BlackRock and Citadel dumped all of the Bitcoin in USD, causing massive slippage and triggering a cascade of forced selling in both assets. The real problem was that BlackRock and Citadel knew that Anchor, which holds a lot of the Luna, was a Ponzi scheme, and they offered 20% staking APY for Christ's sake. For, for Christ, that doesn't read good, but they offer 20% staking APY for Christ's sake. That's what it was supposed to read like. And this crash was tr this crash would trigger more withdrawals than Anchor would and can repay. These forced this forced withdrawals and selling would trigger a massive sell-off in Luna, thus further breaking the $1 peg and wrecking the market further. BlackRock and Citadel can now buy the Bitcoin back cheaply to repay the loan and pocket the difference. Meanwhile, billions of longs and Bitcoin VAR were wiped out. This was pure market manipulation. All right. And it says here, how did you make out? And are you buying this manufactured dip or are you getting spanked? It's a tough question. With these massive dips, I mean, I hate to use that word. It sounds so, now that I'm growing as a crypto and um, NFT and stock enthusiast, 
it just sounds so silly now say the dip but the dips it's just a fun word to use and it you know what it's just an easy way to say who cares about what's going on it's not about now so if you have a good position in a good crypto in a good you know a quality crypto that you've done tons of research in maybe ada or bnb you know what i mean or ethereum or bitcoin you know maybe you would you know you understand um that long term is key but if you're playing and you're you put all your shit money into shit coins and shit coin goes to zero or whatever or even luna that's kind of a random thing to happen but it just shows you how quickly someone can find um a, a little point in in the the whole system and just attack it a weak point and um, they knew how to do it that was it but somebody's responsible for all that market manipulation and um i don't know is that a whole part of the game though should we what's wrong with allowing that to happen if people want to play with their own money and risk it all um i mean it's fair game and uh as long as people are following the rules and all this stuff i don't why is there a big issue and um but with these massive hedge funds in new york city and all over the world blackrock and citadel you know they can you know have a lot of power and lots of money to do whatever they want that's great maybe just put some money into blackrock I don't know if that's what it is, but I think I I seen today. Actually, I sent uh, my buddy a picture there of BlackRock stock, and they're up um, 2.49% today in the New York Stock Exchange. So they're pretty uh, they're pretty good uh, company. And BlackRock BlackRock Inc. is an American multinational investment management corporation based in New York City. Founded in 1988, good year, year of the dragon, initially as a risk investment and fixed income institutional asset manager. BlackRock is the world's largest asset manager with US US 10 trillion in assets under management as of January 2022. Wow. So big player out there you know these type of people and like citadel um the stock price of um, blackrock is 615 dollars so these are good companies so if you can't beat them join them but even still they probably manipulate their own stock just the way it is you know and um, it was interesting. All that money gone, and um, everybody was affected. And luckily, I luckily had um, not the worst luck, but definitely took a hit. And I understand that, and it is what it is. Don't even care, because I know things will get better in the future. That's all that matters. So. Yeah, I hope everyone's having a good day and uh, a good week. And um, well, my wife's texting me. I says, she's telling me to do something, but I'm just finishing up the podcast today, hun. Yeah, so 
don't know if everybody's been sick for the last like forever, not just COVID, or if they had COVID at some point they didn't know, and um, so, you know, it's weird. I don't know if I've been constantly sick, and um, I'm not feeling fine. It's just my sluggish, you know what I mean? And my chest is full of like really hard phlegm and stomach ache because you're you're, you're but I'm it's weird ache, eh? but um my head it's like a constant like uh, sinus infection but um i don't know what it is doesn't make any sense I don't do anything that's you know what i mean that's gonna affect that part of my body constantly so it's just like a constant sickness i think it's just because you know with kids too kids bringing home bugs all the time from school and mutates and it just is a constant flow of um being sick and you kind of just have to deal with it um as long as i find the only time i really need to like just call even for work sake call the day off is when i'm just my body it has nothing to do with the sleeping factor i have like i control my sleep it's more the um body effect like when you can't like you just feel like um not just like a million pounds or something like that but you just feel really like your body is just so sore and you just like can't move and it's like it doesn't make sense right so you know uh that was been a couple of days i felt like that so it was weird it was, like, was it covid that i had because i never had a confirmed test it was only my wife and kids that um that had their confirmed test i never actually had a confirmed test so i think i had it because i was being around them and stuff and we all we're all were sick but i never actually tested positive which is so freaking weird so Maybe I just have like a long... Maybe I did have it at one point in the past. You know what I mean? Every time I thought I had it was back in 2019 at the very start of all this shit. It was like November or December. And we all got really sick at the house here. Like I was like coughing like crazy. And like I was so sore. But even this time, I couldn't even cough. My throat and my chest were like so sore that even coughing... Like if I would have coughed, it would have just like blew my vocal cords right out and that's why my, my voice is sounding a little bit weird i had a really rough voice there for a while there completely hoarse and uh it's coming back but it's just that all that phlegm it's like my phlegm and it, like laryngitis and of course you don't go to the hospital so you're just looking on google and stuff for what it is but hey if it's not covid you know something that's something you're going to spread around to everybody wear a mask it is what it is you got to go and do your thing i just find it, it's only bad when the body's involved like if it's just your head and you can move around and you're, you're fine you know a headache is doable i've never I've, i don't think i've ever called off work for a headache you know what i mean that's like um I don't, i've never done that even with a migraine the headache's not such a big deal because you can deal with that as you go through the day it's just like a up and down thing the pressures and uh, all that but your body like you know sometimes you just need to hit the sack and lay down for you know on a, on a nice comfortable bed and have your wife bitching at you because you're laying down you know sometimes you just need that in your life <laughs> i sat down I, it's a fortunate like the, i feel like uh the man flew maybe israel sat down and um laid down and my wife's like what are you doing i says hun like i i would have called off i called i would have been working today anyway like i really need to actually lay down like i'm to to make sure you know i feel fine and energy and mentally you know focused and um 
and um it, you know it's hard to it's hard to to sell that to your wife you know because she, they seem to she never gets a day off she feels you know with the kids and all that stuff and um so it's hard it's a hard sell so it's it, it, you feel guilty and i've heard this um, before you know with documentaries and says so he's like the man will feel guilty when he wants to rest and a guy will you know we there's a couple examples like say if the wife's coming home you don't want her to catch you sleeping or laying down you're like get up and oh i'm doing the dishes and pretend that you're busy and you know even if you're not even busy you're just like chilling out and just want to relax you're not looking to clean do all that stuff but you know you get up and you, you pretend that you've been giving her and you just you just feel guilty taking a rest and i do i always feel guilty like i just have it was off my hand and i was in this like bored ass like like um state where I, I can't do anything with my mind i'm just well i could just i could do stuff with my mind but I can't use my hands and um, my um, I can't really do have many tasks besides like the menial tasks that are at home you know in the winter time there's not many either so that's so hard on you and um, now springtime's here it's quickly turning into summer um, unfortunately I don't think we're going to be getting pigs this year or anything too complicated just because we got a lot of kids and um, we need to focus on all the other aspects too uh, of our life and um, we are really good at raising animals so we have our chickens and this year we're gonna focus on just getting a nice fenced-in area having no animals focus on getting a um, a um, pump put in um, kind of further in the property where the pigs are, will be have like a water pump so you know, we have to think of the infrastructure and to make things efficient and easy because, I mean, um, what we'd have to do before is fill up, say, uh, a couple water, uh, five-gallon water bucket, and um, we bring over three or four, fill up the water, you know, once or twice a day, uh, whatever it is, right? Depending on how much uh, water was left, we just fill it up in the morning and at nighttime. So it's so hard... Got comp it got complicated. So the second time we did pigs, we actually used a hose. We pulled the hose 300, 400 feet and, um, from our house. So that uses the pump at our house, which is pumping pretty far distance. You know, it takes a little while for the, the pressure to build up. It's constantly using the water um, at our house. And it's also affecting the longevity and the, um, the overall health of our, of our, our pump and our well. So um, we need to have a dedicated pump for animals even if it's a shallow well um, a hand pump of some sort that we can um, um, make sure it doesn't freeze in the, the winter time and um, you know you really prepare yourself there's a lot to just you can't just get animals it's a lot of work like we made many mistakes in even when we had two batches of pigs many mistakes were made and a lot of things I will never forget you know, just for instance, the story, um, the one pig had got gotten out. And I think there's some pictures on my Instagram, but the one pig had gotten out and it was just nonchalant walking down her path. And we're thinking, what the heck? Hey, and I forget her name, what we had her name as, but um, she came out of nowhere. She didn't run away. She kind of let me uh, um, focus her back to towards the barn which is great. She followed me, and then eventually, once we get 
close to the barn, um, I had to kind of um, triangulate her position in a way with um, wood and some fencing close by so I can get her inside the barn. And it was getting cold at night and my wife was busy. My phone wasn't working. And um, I think, I, I forget what I had on my feet, but um, I was getting pretty cold just maybe like regular light shoes and not even a jacket i think it was october maybe so it was getting kind of chilly at nighttime and um i had to wait there until the pig was um i tried to get her in the door and she would not get in the door i couldn't get her in the door which was a little bit of a, a step up so we were struggling and my wife had to go back with the kids it's bedtime and um you know she needed to do that routine and um so I had to stay out there for about at least an hour and a half, two hours with this pig um, in the cold um, without a jacket. And I was trying to keep her in there. And luckily I was able to, um, you know, cut the fence. <laughs> I ended up just, you know, saying at like 10 o'clock, 1030, my wife brought me some snips. I said, I'm going to cut the fence now. Um, and then she went in that way, right? And I just repaired the fence afterward. But it was a thick, nice fence. It was like, I, I didn't really want to, I didn't even think to do that. But I was trying to just hope she would just get in the door. But I know, so that was a hard lesson, right? So I had to stay out and get cold. And um, I battled with the pig and hoping she didn't run away. And I don't want to get hit by a car. You want to, you don't want her to lose her life by uh, an animal. You can't just leave her out there, right? So you got to be responsible. You can't just say, oh, let's leave the pig. You know what I mean? So that's a valuable lesson in life. Um you know, never let, um, you know, never leave someone behind, you know, even a pig. <laughs> so I'm the type of person that wouldn't do that. I would never leave somebody behind. And, um, you know, and I was never picked first in all these, in the high school and all this shit, even though I was taller and actually probably more strong than most of these guys. But they'd say their um, social status would came into play. But, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, is what it is yeah pigs are great pigs are fun and um you know they're a good experience to learn and um you get your nice meat out of it it's um the pigs themselves have great personalities and the kids love pigs and um but this year it's gonna be tough to do that and i'm thinking we'll just get the fencing done for sure um super easy um you just put up t-bars right into the ground you know we don't want no fancy uh fencing systems or you know we want to keep it as natural as possible you just get some welded wire um fencing it's all wrapped up uh put it on a there's a trick to it and it's super easy um luckily you got a tractor you smash down the um t-bars and boom you got yourself a nice fence and they're long lasting and um, pretty simple. Put a little electric fence if you like. But we're going to have a couple different areas for pigs so they can uh, rotate. And yeah, it should be interesting. And we're, Our goal is to have 10 pigs maybe next year. It's already too late in the year now for anything. So we're going to just do our chickens, do our eggs. We have chickens that lay eggs every day. So we get about six, seven eggs every day, I think, right now. Pretty good. And uh, we'll do some more chicken, just and uh, nothing serious, eh? No point. 
Um, we got lots of other things to take care of and uh, um, goals and uh, especially now I have um, you know multiple kids and uh, back to work and um, yeah so you kind of have to just pick your battles this is a point that I had gotten to a few years ago you kind of have to pick your battles and you get a little bit overwhelmed I remember when I first moved up to um, to where I live now uh, it was a big decision it wasn't an easy decision but my wife and I um, we thought it was best to sell our house and move to a cheaper area where I knew work was a plenty and um, I would never have an issue you know with work and um, so we moved up here and it was a tough battle at first but uh, you know you learn through you learn through uh, experience that you need to take your time and pick your battles because um, it, things can get overwhelming when you're a young person and you, you kind of want to be your own pioneer kind of type or whatever maybe so you, it's very important to, to pick your battles in life and um, take your time and um, don't undercut things and don't cut corners as much as you can although sometimes it's impossible not to cut corners um, just due to many different factors but as long as you give a solid effort and you know pick your battles don't overwhelm yourself um, because there's many aspects of your life you should be working on you know where the, whether it's family and love aspects of your love life and, um, and your kids or, or your work and your career or learning something new you like reading books about um, fairy tales or whatever if you like watching movies you want to do your movie thing you want to play, play golf um, ride Harleys um, play guitar um, you want to learn a new trade want to learn how to build a chair you want to um, learn how to weld you want to learn how to um, skateboard you know There's so many things that you need to do in life and it's just time management but there is certain things that take priority at certain aspects in the timing of your life and Tim today is not the same Tim as yesterday. He's not the same Tim as uh, two years ago. Tim today is not the same guy as um, five years ago. I'm better than I've ever been. And um, I still have more to go. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's what most people can say I mean not everybody moves forward in life at all um, whether it be um, even getting a girlfriend starting with that you know some people just don't move forward they like to stay the same and not change and that's that's dangerous but I how, how could I um, I mean, it's not my. Uh, that's not a fair opinion, in my opinion. People can do whatever they want. If you don't want to change, that's awesome too. Actually, sometimes I feel like that. 
where something new is really hard and I don't want to change but and then all of a sudden you get a little bit of this new thing and you're like wow this is new and you're learning and you're learning a little bit more and more every day and then it turns into something new that you know about and that you're confident with so new things are hard and some things are are hard to change but life is about human interaction and human normal human emotions and um, it's important to, to to use those all those things you know so yeah I'm just kind of going on and on here I kind of feel bad that I haven't been doing any podcasts but here's what it is you know I said I would um, focus on it and I think I just have to maybe do some time management and add this part I have to do an overall time management um, thing in my whole life and um, because I don't know. I have ADHD, apparently. I don't know. There's no test to prove that. It could be something else. It was just... I guess there is tests to prove it, but there's no, like... I mean, there's no way to diagnose that, like, without, um, like, a psychiatrist, I guess, or a, a psychologist. So, I mean, who knows? I have something else, but... Um, ADHD is kind of silly in a way. It's actually not a bad thing. Like I hate when people think um, it's just about like, like forgetting stuff or whatever. Like um, the funny thing is, is that my uh, no my way I've time managed and stuff. Like I hardly forget anything, and I and I hardly lose anything. And I, I um, the pluses for me is that I get to hyper focus, and then people think that's strange, but. Um, the people who think that are strange, they're, I feel like maybe they're not as open-minded as myself. I'm so open-minded. Like, the possibilities are endless with what you can do with yourself and what you can learn if you just focus. And this is why, like, this this different life uh, in the North um, has allowed me to focus on little weird things about my life. And uh, it took a little while to figure that out, but it really helps focus yourself and uh, not have distractions and not be using substances. I mean, I smoke weed, but I'm talking like more alcohol. Alcohol is like a super like bad drug and... I used to drink all the time with people. I never drunk. I never drank alcohol alone. I was never alcoholic, but I never drank alcohol alone. I just enjoyed drinking, but it was never like a, I know, oh, I got a drink today. That was never a thing for me. I never wanted to drink every day. Or back when I was eighteen, I thought it was cool. We thought me and my buddies would get together and drink a case of beer all the time. But that was when we thought we were cool. And um, things are different. I don't like drinking alcohol. 
I hate people who <laughs> they're always drunk and they're so annoying. It's so unhealthy. Like alcohol is such a numbing um, drug, and then you binge eat. So these people who drink all the time are just fat, always fat. I mean, unless they're like completely like alcoholic, unless they got some sort of other issues going on where they're like bulimic or they're puking. But um, most people who drink heavily all the time, they tend to be um, not the best shape unless they have some sort of mechanism that will allow them to say, I mean, even men have a hard time even putting on weight when they're alcoholics because all they're focused on is drinking. So that's... um. That's another thing too, sort of what women will eat, you know, and get fat, or men, men will too. There's men that could do that too, but not all. So, alcohol is kind of one of those weird drugs, and um, I mean, weed's weird too. But like, I don't smoke weed all day. Like, I don't, I don't smoke weed at work. I don't know how people do that. Um, you know focusing and talking to people when you're all fucking stoned all the time like I don't know how the fuck people do that and um like don't get me wrong I had when I was younger there like there were times that I smoked weed you know from sun uh some up some down and um that's and even drink alcohol too you know there's those days where you do that right but not every day that's not healthy can't get by in your life. You're going to be a loser. You're not going to be motivated unless you have some sort of job that you're like a Google expert or something like that where you you get to smoke weed all day and be a Google expert. But, I mean, that's a different ball game, you know. It's not healthy. Um, so drinking alcohol and smoking weed, taking substances all the time is not a, exactly a healthy um, thing to do. Um, it's a way of coping, of doing things, but super not good to be smoking weed all the time and um, drinking all the time especially when you're um, you know I think over 30 years old when you're over 30 you, you should be getting your shit together in a way and I, I hate to say it, I, I don't have my shit I'm 30 below 35 but I still don't have my shit completely together but I'm Jesus I don't drink alcohol and smoke weed all day every day so, and I don't um, gamble. You know, I do crypto and stuff like that. That can be seen as gambling, but um, yeah, substances are the worst, and um, they take people's lives away. And uh, especially like those painkillers and all that shit. I don't know. I don't get it. Unfortunately, I do take like um, you know medication for ADHD. And I hate it, but um, damn, it works. That's all I got to say. It sucks, but if it works, it's because um, it's, it's because um, it's doing the right thing. I guess if it works, it's the right it's the right thing that you need. And um, it sucks. And I take uh, sleeping medication too. That sucks, but. I'm like a machine, so go up. I need to. Um, I mean, to go to bed, I need to have a good rest. Uh, unfortunately, I need meds, and to wake up, I kind of need uh, meds too. So, but that's a. It's just a thing that that works for me. 
and um, it has no major effect on any part of my life. Like I, um, so that's the good part, and I don't. It's important you don't uh, abuse these drugs too, because um, and especially if you're messing up the scheduling. Like I'm very finely tuned, and um, if you mess up the scheduling. Uh, heavy night of drinking, two nights of three nights of heavy night drinking. You're skipping meds um, and stuff like that, or you're sleeping all day. Like I know somebody um, close to me who was like sleeping all day or uh, staying up like way too long all the time, and um, and then takes his, the ADHD medication like halfway during the day and type of uh, medications sort of have like an extended release and um, it's really hard to sleep sometimes if you don't um, have some sort of system down pat and um, you know that's not healthy you have to take your meds right too so kind of shitty but it works for me and uh, what that allows me to do is just sleep fine this is my sleeping medication that allows me to sleep has no other effect at all on me and um, which is fine yeah so that's a good thing it makes me relaxed and um, I go to sleep at nighttime that's about it and then my uh, my ADHD medication allows me to um, um, be focused and get up for the day and um, allows me to um, think it's fine all day and that's, and that's um it's not like a, a miracle thing. It doesn't make you completely organized or anything. But it allows you to um, focus um, even better. Even when you're not hyper-focusing, like with your, like that's a regular side effect of ADHD. If you're not hyper-focusing, um, it could be, um, and things on boring, boring tasks can be very difficult. So you have to be challenged. Um, I have to be challenged like a lot. You know what I mean, and I'm um, so that's why I always am constantly like challenging and upping, upping the bar, and um, you know, for myself, and I have to be careful with that. You know, so sometimes you get unrealistic expectations of yourself, but it's important to um, to up the bar, learn new things, and say, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start learning how to um, podcast. <laughs> learn how to do audio recording or um, you know I'm gonna learn this or you know it takes a lot of time but that's that's for me ADHD I can do that so I learned guitar I learned an instrument over years I understand like say music theory and all that um, stuff behind the music um, and a great knowledge of all that stuff so it's like you know I, ADHD doesn't mean you're an idiot I mean it can if you were, if you are an idiot, period. Like if you are an idiot and you have ADHD, I'm sorry, you're fucked. But if you um, use your ADHD and you had, um, you know, most most of the tools you needed to grow as a, a child, then you should be all right. But if you had none of the tools at all and you just your life was shit and you have ADHD. Um, you probably end up saying in a prison or institution of some sort <laughs> unfortunately 
you know, because it can get um, really easy to um, um, say, see, hyper focus on the the wrong things. Why should you be hyper focusing on how how to break into I don't know whatever these criminals do, break into a house or something? You should be hyper focusing on like um, learning something and um, hyper focusing, you know. So, but how could I say that? These people don't have the tools, right? So, you know, ADHD is um, a very weird thing. And um, don't think negative of it. Some of the smartest people in the world are ADHD. And that's, um, you know, I'm not saying I'm the smartest person in the world. I'm not. So, but some people are super smart. And it doesn't matter if they have these things. And there's all these sorts of disorders and whatever things people have. and, And they're totally normal. But they have issues sometimes. But, you know, we all have, um, we all have issues. ADHD is an interesting one, but um, but uh, I'm happy that um, I had some of the I had most of the tools I needed, um, and um, I was able to um, do all the, the things right. And I focused really hard. I worked really hard. Say in school, I uh, got a career, um, bought a house, um, maintained the house. Um, with my wife like so it was like a progressively good thing for me it was my um, you need a partnership in life having a good solid partner in life really helps and um, that's a you need to having a good partner really helps so if you have a partner who's like say I couldn't imagine right now if my wife was an alcoholic like I don't know many people who's going to listen to this but if my wife was an alcoholic, I, I would not be happy because alcoholics are brutal people. So I, you know, and how could you be a partner with an alcoholic? That's your issue, right? And um, unless you're an alcoholic, then you can um, support each other and it's just toxic back and forth bullshit. And, um, you know, it's, um, but yeah, I couldn't handle that. So that's, you know, and if you have a bad partner, you're, you're gonna have, uh, you know, say if you both do heroin, I mean, you're both, you're fucked, you know, think about the bigger picture here, throw the heroin away, throw all the drugs away, throw the drug, uh, alcohol away. And then, um, then reevaluate at a base level because that's, where you need to be everybody should zero out and um, you need to zero out and be a good partner and having a good partner in life is critical or you'll never uh, I mean I shouldn't say you'll never some people who are single or whatever have the greatest lives ever and whatever but having a partner is um, critical to survival as a human being so yeah I hope everybody's listening and not too boring um so yeah it's been uh, so I've been back to work so I'll just uh, maybe get into the work thing I'm back to work for I don't know how long now March uh, end of March or something like that and I had a close contact with that last that time with the COVID, 
with my wife and kids, so I was off for 10 days. Totally not on purpose, you know. That sucked. Like I just got back to work, and um, you know, people think, "Oh, go back off for another ten days." Ha 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 ha. No, I'm the one who asked to come back to work. If I wanted another ten days off, I could have just did that already. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not what I was, um, not what it was about. Um, so I was back to work for, since the end of March, and um, things are going all right. And uh, take it one step at a time, and it's interesting. Interesting atmosphere. Um, lots of um, weird shit going on. Weird shit. And um, that's fine. I just take it day by day. And people do these little things to see if they can bug you, eh? Like these little weird things. And I'm just like, dude, you love me. You fucking love me. And, um, People will make you like famous almost without you even doing anything because um, because you're just so fucking popular, I guess. Fucking popular. <laughs> so people fuck you in little ways, eh? And um, I mean, I'm so fucking intuitive, fortunately, that I pick up on these little things. And um, I don't know, I love it. So... When people fuck with you, you just kind of fuck with them. And um, not let the good things get to your heart. You know? So, it's important not to take offense to things. Because once you start taking offense to things, and um, then you're getting sad, and, you know, you're thinking stupid shit, and it's good to just joke around, and... Um, call people out at the time and to make yourself feel better and that's what I'm more of about eh? and um, when people say things to me I generally just call them out instantly say something something slips out that's um, rude or demeaning or some sort of just some sort of weird insult um, just you know does nothing don't get all sad because um, someone said something. Because as soon as you take that um, to heart, is then uh, that's when people win. But but it's good to call people out, like not to get offended, but call people out in some sort of sophisticated way, where you actually use your words. Because words are the strength that we have as humans that so wasn't I wasn't meant to uh, stretch that out that like that but words are so important you know that's why reading books and writing and stuff is so important because using your human language is like uh, awesome a salesman is such a good talker they can talk your fucking ear off and sell 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 and bullshit you and um, that's one that's a type of person you know and then and, and, um yeah, yeah. There's just different type of personalities, and uh, some people just can sell, and uh, that's not me. So those people can talk really good. There's the wordsmiths, and they can sell all this stuff. And I'm not more of a seller. I'm more of an empath. Uh, I'm more into empathizing and uh, reading the room, and um, 
addressing exactly what the issue is. So that's my more of an approach to it, you know. And um, you know, I try to I like to say as little as possible, but it's really hard for me sometimes. I have to de like describe things with my words. So that's you know to get the full story you need to describe with your words and um so it tends to get wordy sometimes and but that can that can be the where you know your intelligence can maybe come into play a little bit or can dumb so you know you can kind of use your brain a little bit in that situation so yeah so summer and spring is almost here. Um, um, it's going to be great. Things are going smoothly. Um, hopefully get on the water soon. Do some boating. And um, see how um, summer, summer takes us. And see where the summer takes us, rather. And have a good time. And um, we'll do one thing at a time. And... Um, hopefully see some family and um, you know one day at a time lots and lots and lots of times right there so anyways before it just drags out too long I'm getting kind of tired now actually 45 minutes of bullshitting so I hope everybody um, has a great weekend um, peace out I uh, I'll try to make a couple podcasts. I mean, I'm gonna try to do one at least once a month, right now, until maybe um, things get slower. But um, yeah, even one once a month is fine with me. You know, um, it's kind of hard life. <coughs> I remember. <coughs> Sorry, I remember we said. When I was with uh, the other guy, I said, we were going to do it like a couple times a week, two or three times a week or something. And then it went to uh, once a week or uh, twice a week or something. And it, and it just, now it's once a month. So it is what it is. I mean, have so much fucking time and <laughs> you do what you got to do. Anyways, everybody, it's Tim with another Perspective Podcast. Have a great evening.